You are listening to the End Time Podcast. We live in a time when there has been so much truth and so much deceit heralded as the Word of God. The time when the word prophet can stir so many controversial thoughts, heated conversations, and conflicted feelings. But Holy Scripture says to believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. This special series of episodes is a discussion around these thoughts and feelings. What makes a true prophet, and do they still exist? It is possible to tell the difference between the truth and the false. What is the characteristics of a true prophet and his prophecies? Thank you for joining us. We hope you enjoy this episode. Well, you, you could go directly to Deuteronomy 13. And uh, in verse 1 it says, If there arise among you a prophet or a dreamer, of dreams and giveth thee a sign or a wonder and the sign or wonder come to pass wherewith he spake unto you let us go after other gods which thou hast not known and let us serve them thou shalt not hearken unto the words of that prophet or the dreamer of dreams for the lord your god proves you to know whether you love the lord with all your heart and with all your soul so First of all, a prophet, if he does, if what he says does not come to pass, that would not be of God. Secondly, if the voice would lead you outside of something that God has already spoken and vindicated, then that would be a false voice. So it would have to be a, a true voice that keeps you in line with what God has already spoken. The word of God always comes to the prophet, right? And, uh, and he will reveal it to you. To the people. So in the Bible, in Amos 3 7, says this. I'll start with the 6 because that's, that's a very, uh, uh, very good uh, scripture. Says, Shall a trumpet be blown in the city and the people not be afraid? Shall there be evil in a city and the Lord hath not done it? 7. Surely the Lord God will do nothing. But he revealeth his secret unto his servant the prophet. So we see that uh, the message that will come from God, we always will come to a prophet. It's a very good point, Brother Tito, and uh, our brother Andrew was was speaking on the consensus of the men, and it was somewhat related to this, the spiritual men that were there at the time of Ahab and Jehoshaphat, and there was maybe a little bit of a political influence of the kings being there. And it was very much, this makes common sense. It's, it's a reasoning. But a prophet was always a special built man that could hear the voice of God, not necessarily in the school, in, in the majority, in the many, but who was very much in tune with God. And uh, God would do nothing without his servants, the prophets. That's a really, a really, really good scripture. There, there's one in, I've, I've always referred to it as having 2020 eyesight and that's in second chronicles 20 verse 20 it says there believe in the lord your god and you'll be established believe his prophets so shall you prosper so so god's method of of speaking is through a prophetic voice someone who was not listening to all the popular voices of the day but but very much in tune with God, and he spoke as God for God to the people. And it was um, even Jeremiah that, 
that Brother Andrew referred to before, he didn't even want to speak, but he couldn't contain it because he was built that way. So a prophet is, is specially built. I, I, I really like that scripture in, in Amos because I believe that's very pertinent um, to God, whatever God does. It says, if something will happen, God already knew it, and he reveals, he doesn't do anything until he first reveals his secret to his servant, the prophets. Doesn't that date way back to Moses when he was up in the mountain and the Ten Commandments were being brought forth? There was a principle that was laid out right from the beginning. Yeah, yeah that, that's actually really good. It was in the time that uh, Israel was, was led out of Egypt. They were brought unto the mountain where, where God had originally appeared to Moses through a burning bush. And uh, God told Moses to bring Israel back to worship in this mountain. And so it was in Exodus 20 where God gives Moses the Ten Commandments. And all of Israel is round about the mountain. And while they're round about the mountain, there are, there's thunderings and lightnings. If you, you read in, in uh, Exodus 20 verse 18, and the people that stood it and they saw it, it was a very fearful sight. And they said unto Moses, Speak thou with us, and we will hear, but don't let God speak with us, lest we die. So to, to hear from God directly was a very, very fearful thing. And Moses would say, Fear not, for God has come to prove you and uh, to show himself to you. So it, it really became a method that God began to speak to his people by. That, that was really the infancy or the birth of it because there, there's a sacredness that comes with approaching God. And a prophet was one that would wait on God. He was special built and was able to speak to the people, was in many cases as Moses was an intercessor. He was speaking for God, but he was also interceding back for the people. So it was a human element between the Spirit of God and the people, but, but really in, in a mediatorial form. I would even say that, that that scripture proves the need for prophets, true prophets. Because, as you mentioned, to hear directly from God, it was a very fearful thing. To go directly into that presence, to, to have that thundering lightnings. And, and there was even, the, if I remember correctly, they, they made like a fence posts around the mountain to say if you cross this line just even if an animal crosses it it just kill it it's it's it can't come into the presence of god like this right you know and nowadays i would take it say you know anyone that wants to wants to try and say well god got something to say to me he can say to me that's, that's a fearful place to stand yeah you know I, I realize now we have and i'm not discounting the blood of jesus christ but also to go into that presence in that way takes a very special built person it takes someone with a, a gift and the ability like we talked about jeremiah before yours he, he was ordained a prophet before he was ever formed god built him in that way he couldn't help it and there's men of god that are built in a certain way like moses who when no one else could go up in that presence moses could walk right up on the mountain and, and, and he would come down at one time with the Ten Commandments and his face glowed. They had to put a veil over his face. Right. Not everyone's built that way. I'm not built that way. But Moses was. And it would even go a step further and God would even talk 
to Miriam and to Aaron when they were questioning Moses, which was Moses's blood brother and sister. And he would say, you know, I, I speak to my prophets. I show them visions. I, I, I speak to them in, you know, signs and different things. But to Moses, I speak lip to ear. Right. Uh, he's, he's special built in this way. If if we can if we can capture that the the sacred element uh, of of a holy and righteous God and God's wanting to convey that to His people, but many times His people can't just come the way they are. You you could say e- even the order of the priesthood going into the the temple in the wilderness there was it was staged. You could only go in by certain decrees. So a prophet is much in that vein where he would be. Uh, approaching God, you, there, there's examples uh, that you can use. You can take the nature of, of Elijah. He was out in the wilderness. He was away from the people. He, was, uh, he wasn't listening to what the voices of the day. He was tuned to one voice. Um, that, that same nature, that same spirit came out in John the Baptist. The duty that he had, he was a prophet. Um, the last, the one that we referred to in, in Luke chapter 16, but he was in the wilderness. He was away, and then he came in with the with the word of God. And it was just not the common voice that everybody heard, but it was God's way of expressing Himself. and And people would take notice. This is God speaking to us. So it wasn't just like all the other voices. It was it was a voice that was very distinctive, and people had to take notice. And at times, it was accompanied by signs and wonders. But more than everything, it was vindicated. God proved that He was in His prophets because what they said came to pass. What they said was the word of God for that hour. One thing that strikes me about a prophet is that they were sent with a word for their day. They were, they were sent, they were vindicated, they were proved, but then they had a message to bring. John the Baptist was there to, to forerun Jesus. But, but I look back at Moses, and there was a type laid out that he was sent to bring the word of God for his day. And not only was he there to bring the word of God for his day, he he became God to the people. The word of God so entered in him and so indwelled him, what he said was, thus saith the Lord. It was God speaking. And it was even typed out in that he would tell God, well, I can't talk. I have an ability that I have a speech impediment. I I can't talk. And God says, go anyway. You talk to Aaron and Aaron will talk to Pharaoh. You'll be God. He'll be your prophet. And it was a type to show that the prophets hear right from God and they become God to the people. There's, they become the word of God for their day, and they're bringing something. So John the Baptist brought this message that says, you know, behold, the Lamb of God comes. Different prophets brought different uh, messages for their day. Moses brought the law that was set out, that was the, the, the timepiece all the way through the Old Testament. When a prophet would come and speak something, just like Elijah would speak, we mentioned in that story of Micaiah, he said something, and that was the precedent from there on, and everything had to build from that. And when Jesus Christ came, even he was the fulfillment of the law and the prophets. He was the ultimate prophet. He was the ultimate culmination of it all. But he was bringing now a change, a change of dispensation. So he was bringing something now that everything up to that point built to that point, but there was something more that was there that would now become you know, the precedent, you could say. And so, but you know, a prophet is, is God expressed or God speaking through a man, and it's God to the people. And he's trying to say something and bring something out. Absolutely. There could be a lot added to that because you just unpacked a whole lot. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> that was really good. I, 
just to go back to a moment and, and just to draw it together and to, to talk about influences for a minute because as Brother Ed mentioned, that, that, that prophet of God that's built in a certain way like Elijah who would go out in the wilderness, John the Baptist out in the wilderness, uh, different ones. And it was it was for a purpose that, number one, it was the way they were built, but also it pulled them away from the influences like we've seen in the story of, of Micaiah with all those prophets that were influenced. And you've seen a political agenda. You've seen a, a religious agenda. Those were influences of things that they were feeding on that begin to affect them, and they, they begin to bring it into even their prayer and even into how they viewed the Word of God was influenced by what they were feeding on. But when a man like Micaiah who pulled himself away from that and just sought the Lord, he wasn't influenced by those things. Elijah wasn't influenced by the politics of the day. John the Baptist wasn't influenced by the politics of the day. Had he been influenced by it, he would not have gone to Herod and said, it's not lawful for you to have your brother's wife. But because he wasn't, he was only influenced by one thing, and that was by the presence of God, the Word of God. He only looked to that. To him, that was what he lived by. And that's the way a prophet is. That's the way Jeremiah was for, for Jeremiah to come. If you read the book of Jeremiah and see how he prophesied that there would be invaders from the north and there would be a lot of his prophecies dwelt around this in the early stages of his ministry, people didn't want to hear that. And the political arena of the time wasn't that they wanted to be invaded. They weren't expecting invasion. They weren't. They were having a lovely time in their own kingdom, worshiping their idols, doing whatever they wanted to do. But Jeremiah says, it's time. God showed me because he wasn't influenced by those things. And it was so much so against the, I'm going to call it the political arena again of the day. It was so much against the political arena that they, he didn't even want to say it. But as if you read it in there, he says, it's like fire shut up in my bones. I just can't, I got to let it out. I can't hold this in any longer. And so a, a real prophet of God brings it and is influenced by the Lord like Moses was, where he had an influence because he'd been right in the presence of God. He'd stood right in that presence. He'd stood by the burning bush. God had commanded him. It wasn't just that Moses became a God to the people, but rather that God said, you'll be a God to them and Aaron will be your prophet. I'm going to put you, Moses, in a special position. And then Moses comes along and Moses begins to prophesy and say, I'll raise up another prophet likened unto me. And that then was looking forward to the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for listening to the End Time Podcast. We hope it's been a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, you can reach out to us at etpodcast at etmtab.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at endtimepodcast. Until next time, God bless you.